Hey ladies, and welcome to the Water with Lemon podcast. This is Emma Cook, your host, and I am so glad you are here listening today. This is a podcast by a 20-something for 20-somethings in hopes that we can be encouraged, inspired, and challenged in this crazy time of life. So grab something refreshing and let's get going. Hey friends, today I get to talk with Candace Coffey about speaking life, specifically while applying makeup. Candace is the founder of Everbee Cosmetics, a makeup line believing there's a lot in a name, and seeks to help women speak the word of God over themselves every morning. I hope you enjoy. All right. Well, welcome to the podcast, Candace. I'm so excited to have you on today. Thanks. I'm excited too. Yes. Will you just, you know, start us off, tell us a little bit about you. What does your life look like right now? Sure. So I'm getting ready to be 39 in May. You go, girl. <laughs> it's so funny because I was reading about your podcast and it said 20s, like women <laughs> for 20s. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not that person anymore. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so my life right now is actually pretty simple. I um, you know, just started a business and walked away from a teaching career that I had for like 16 years. And so, Mm. um, I think God sort of did that slowly because I had the opportunity three years ago to go part time and Mm -hmm. split a reading coach position. Um, because I do love to work and I love to get up in the morning, get ready. And I, you know, I'm just a worker. So going part time Mm -hmm. and speaking about that with my family, my husband was kind of like, seriously, do you really think you can be home two and a half days a week and Mm -hmm. like be happy? And I was like, I don't know. I feel like it's a God thing. And so I did that for three years. And so, um, when God really was working on me to start this business and then, you know, last year in May, last school year, having to walk away from my job completely, Mm -hmm. um, it was quite kind of, you know, (laughs) a little bit of a a definite step of faith, but so my days are now I'm not working, so to speak, getting up, getting ready, going anywhere. Um, but I can stay home in my pajamas if I want to, um, but I have been, yeah. So right now I'm just launching this new business and connecting with people, um, and I also have a time to myself and peace and quiet. And so just, you know, learning to be thankful um, that I'm not like on the go constantly, but also I'm starting a business. So it's kind of a mm-hmm. um, an interesting place to be. But so that's what my day looks like, honestly. Like some days are there's nothing and other days I go nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it looks different. And I'm sure so different from what you were used to, right? Of just your normal um having a teaching career, getting up very early in the morning, right? And <laughs> and getting your day going from the very beginning. So uh kind of tell us a little bit about uh Everbee and kind of what what inspired you to start it. Yeah, so it was probably um let's see, my husband and I moved to Nashville which is where I'm currently located, about going on six years ago. And in that move, we were um, placed in a church uh, that was amazing, awesome. And I just started really cultivating my relationship with the Lord and really learning that He speaks to me daily and that He's in every detail. Um, And I had always known the Lord, but never intimately in the way that He's literally like 
speaking and and with me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And so it kind of set me on this journey um, to really just go after him and everything that he had for me. And I, I think it was 2017, you know, when you have those prayers that you pray that you truly, mm-hmm. really, truly mean, mm-hmm. um, I had this conversation with him and I was just like, Lord, whatever you want for me, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. Like, I don't want to be the suburban mom who's not that there's anything wrong with being a suburban mom, but I just really wanted my life to look different. Um, and I think I actually said, Lord, make me uncomfortable. I don't want my life to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was later I went part-time, which I know is part of that was part of that transitional process for him to sort of pull me out of what I was used to. Um, and then I just had this sense that something was coming. And so I had a dream, um, in 2018 that I was in a department store and I picked up a golden black tube of lipstick and on the side, it said Psalm 34. Mm. And so I then began picking up other makeup compacts that had scripture. And I wasn't fully asleep um, when I had the dream. I was all, I was kind of in that lucid place, you know, when you're mm-hmm. almost about to fall asleep. And so um, when I came to, I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like, I'll have to make sure I read Psalm 34 when I wake up. Um, <laughs> The Lord was probably like, get up right now. I can't believe, you know, go read it now. No, but I was like, eh, I'll read it in the morning. So I um, I got up the next morning and I read Psalm 34 and it was just like, honestly, a complete download. Um, mm. And I actually have it in my journal where I drew out um, boxes that would represent the product and what would be on them. And so I got real excited. Um, And honestly, it wasn't until probably a month later that I walked into um, a beauty store with both my kids, both my girls, Mm -hmm. and I think I was going to get a mascara. Um, But the Lord really opened my eyes at that point to just how hypersexualized the cosmetics industry has become. There was this giant like cutout that said better than sex mascara. And I'm standing there with both my girls. And I was like, so it was almost like God gave me the solution to the problem before I even knew it was a problem. Mm. And so I just began, um, you know, really paying close attention and asking the Lord, like, what exactly is it that you want me to do with this? Um, And so I've always been, I think I'm always love sharing Jesus with people and prayer and speaking. And I know since I was a little girl that there's so much power in speaking the word of God um, and just speaking in general and having a voice. And so um, the idea for speak it, apply it, be it paired with the makeup. I'm like, yes, Lord, that's what Mm. you want to do um, is for women to speak who they are. Um, while they apply their makeup to combat, you know, all these ugly messages about what it means to be beautiful. And um, yeah, so that's kind of where the inspiration came from. Mm. Um, And my passion behind it is really um, speaking the word of God out loud every single day um, as women. Yes, that is so cool. And something I feel like is so needed because it is so true. When you walk into, you know, any 
even if it's a drugstore or, you know, especially mm-hmm. like Ulta, you know, places that have makeup, it is so true that so many of the names or mm-hmm. things that you see are so right. hypersexualized. And that's what, you know, their marketing is, yes. is just everything to be sexy and beautiful. And so what, what mostly concerns you about, you know, what our culture is putting out about just, you know, cosmetics, but also beauty, like what's concerning you most about that? Well, and I want to be careful because I don't feel like it's all cosmetics or it's everybody, but I just feel like it's almost a, um, a bit of a double standard in where women are rising up and women are, um, you know, being seen to have a voice and that they matter. But then also on the flip side, um, young girls, even, you know, high schoolers and in your 20s in this culture, you're constantly hearing those things, but then you're seeing, you know, other um, just things on social media that, you know, being sexy, there's more to it than just being sexy. We can't be sold sexy all the time. Um, and so that, that's really concerning for me. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's definitely a problem. Mm -hmm. And it mostly hit you when you realized, you know, walking into a store with your young girls, right? Absolutely. Because, Um, you know, like you said, your oldest is about to enter into middle school, right? And that's one of the things, you know, that are often, is often pressured, you know, especially starting then. And it's like, you don't want your... 11, 12 year old to, to want to go get their first, you know, makeup stuff and see all of that. Exactly. And, you know, I've, I took a class, um, on Israel and I learned a lot about the Hebrew culture, um, over a year ago. And what's interesting is that in Hebrew culture, your name is your verb and it's sort of who you are. And so if you look at the Bible, um, everyone, when they named their child something, it literally like was who they were when they got older, right? So your name is your verb. It's what you are. And I think about these young girls um, and even women like putting on these shade names called liar or, you know, cruelty. And it's Mm -hmm. like, there's a lot in the name, you know, like if Mm. God had, you know, man named the animals, it was basically what they, what those animals were and what they represented and what they did. And some people say it's not a big deal, you know, like to grab a lipstick and it maybe be called liar or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I just think we have to be so careful because there is a lot in a name. Um, and I don't know all that's involved within that, but, um, what we call things and what we associate ourselves with is super important. And um, so much so that we may not even realize the impact that it might have on us, you know, picking up a tube of lipstick that says hot and bothered and then putting Mm. it on and, you know, walking throughout your day. I just, I think there's more to it and we can do better. Mm, That is so true. And so in creating your brand, what were the things that you said, you know, this is what's important to me to put on it and, and kind of how did you navigate just creating it in general? So that the Lord actually is pretty easy. Honestly, Uh, I had so much fun. When you read Psalm 34, 
it makes um, references to, you know, my lips are full of perpetual praise. Um, my face will glisten with glory and I'll never wear that shame face again. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the eyes part is gaze upon him, um, join your life with his and joy will come. Mm-hmm. And so it's, um, that part was, was pretty easy just for people to be reminded um, of who they are and that, you know, scripture and the word of God can change any situation, can change your mindset and that we are to reflect the image of God, right? Mm-hmm. Like we are, um, his, he, his spirit does dwell within us. And so what does that look like? And so when I was coming up with all the shade names, I just thought about, you know, as a young girl or as, you know, in my twenties, college and even high school, like what did I struggle with? Um, and I think for me, honestly, one of the first shade names that came to mind was forgiven mm-hmm. um, because I, I grew up in church, but it was also very religious and it was very much how God is about do's and don'ts. And so I was often afraid if I made a mistake that the Lord was mad at me. And so I just feel like I would have walked in so much more freedom if I knew that, you know, you're forgiven, you are favored, you, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're redeemed, you're humble, like all those words, um, I think it would have really made a difference. And so I just sat down one day and just made a big, long list of like all the words I could think about of what the word said, the Bible says that we are when we have him. Mm-hmm. And so, um, there's actually more than you think. <laughs> yes. So I, that creative part was a lot of fun for me. Um, mm-hmm. you know what, for a woman to feel redeemed or, um, to feel radiant, I think all those things are so beautiful and that all of us desire that, um, to feel that way and know that about ourselves instead mm-hmm. of feeling guilt or shame. Yes, so true. What, what's been like the most rewarding thing about starting it for you? Honestly, having my girls um, walk with me through it and be able to have conversations with them. Um, because there were many mountains, honestly, like in the natural, God opened a lot of doors for me and I made awesome connections. But internally, you know, going from a school teacher um, so starting a business and mm-hmm. um, knowing what that looks like, I struggled. And so, you know, having my girls watch me lean into the Lord and watch me write scripture on my mirror and speak the word of God out loud for what he was doing it, you know, doing in me um, and talking with them, you know, that he's faithful every time that we do have to take risks. You know, you do have to step out. You do have to trust. Um, and so honestly, I have loved, loved having conversations about the Lord with them. And then they also help me make, they help me pack orders and, you know, um, upstairs in my loft area right now is where I pack all the orders. And so they help me clean up and keep it organized. So that probably has been the most rewarding, um, is just living it out with them and in front of them. So. Hmm. And what's been hard? You said there's been a lot of mountains as well. So what's been hard? Oh my gosh, girl. Like (laughs) (laughs) every day. Um, uh, Yeah. Because 
when the Lord first, you know, when he gives you something and it sounds amazing, you're like, yes, like passion <laughs> is there, the ideas are there. And, you know, I'm all prayed up. I've been in his presence, but it's then like you walk away <laughs> and it's like, okay, what do I do? Where do I begin? How do I set up an LLC? What does, um, and I, you know, I didn't really know a whole lot about the cosmetics industry. Um, but I had many conversations with him about God, why did you call me to do this? Like mm-hmm. you could have picked someone else. Um, <laughs> you could have picked someone who had a business background, who even had a business degree. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I really, I struggled with that. And so every day when I would feel intimidated or shut down because I didn't know something or I wasn't confident in something, um, he was there. And when all of it started, it's so funny because, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll just have somebody pray with me and they'll make all the fear, intimidation, doubt just go away. Like, Lord, let's just pray about it. Get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. I want to give it to you and be done. Um, yeah. And that was not the case. And so, but what I know is that it was all about my relationship with him and him wanting to walk with me through it. Like, show me where the doubt, the fear comes from and literally like be with me when I deal with it and help me through it. Mm-hmm. Um what I've learned is that sometimes hitting the easy button is not always good. It's yeah. about the process um, that he wants to take you on that journey. And so, and I'm honestly still on it. Like I, he, one day he's like, yeah, you've got to learn to speak it, apply it, be it. You can't have other women doing speak it, apply it, be it and writing truths about themselves on their mirror and speaking the word of God. Like if you're not doing it. And so I was mm-hmm. like, that's so true. So, yeah. Yeah. He's good about that. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good um, about calling us out. <laughs> yeah. And I actually, I wanted to keep my part-time job. I'm like, Lord, can I just keep my part-time job? Cause I feel confident. I'm a leader in my school. It's part-time on my other two and a half days off. I will work for, you know, I'll do stuff with the business. And it was like a big fat no. <laughs> mm. <laughs> You're like, why, Lord, why? Yeah. And so I just, I just asked him, I didn't argue, but I was like, Lord, why? Like, I love this. And basically in my spirit, I just felt like he said, put off the old man and walk in new revelation. Mm. And I was like, okay, I can't halfway do it. Like if I'm going to do this, I've got to, but you know, do it. So walking away from that was really challenging. Um, not to mention the school is literally in my backyard and it's oh. <laughs> Ever Be is the first ever beauty brand to affirm a woman's God-given identity with each application. Frustrated by superficial, empty, and hypersexualized messaging in commercial cosmetics, we set out to create a different kind of cosmetic company, a brand women everywhere can feel good about, a beauty product that reminds a woman who she is and whose she is every day. On each product, there's a verse from Psalm 34, 1 through 5. My lips are full of perpetual praise. Gaze upon him. Join your life with his and joy will come. 
and your faces will glisten with glory and you'll never wear that shame face again. Applying Everbeat is a tangible way to declare the words of the Lord over yourself each time you look in the mirror. These declarations are reminders of who he says you are. Anxious thoughts, negative self-talk, and poor self-image are not welcome here. God says you are highly favored, chosen, and prized. With each purchase, you will receive a dry erase marker to write scriptures and truth about yourself on your mirror. It is time as women we reclaim our time in front of the mirror and know who we truly reflect. With shade names like fruitful, pure, favor, glory, humble, and redeemed, Psalm 34 verses to speak over yourself as you apply them. Ever be strengthens your faith when you speak the word of God daily. So go ahead and visit everbeyou.com to shop today. So it literally was like, okay, all it would make so much sense for you to just continue on with what you've been doing, uh, continue on with your part-time job and just, sure, it was, it's the most convenient and something that, you know, you did enjoy, but it is so beautiful to hear how um, you responded in obedience to his call because a lot of times it is not what seems uh, the easiest or Mm -hmm. the most comfortable for us, Um, but just just comes with so much reward um, when we do respond in obedience. And so thank you for being obedient to to that and just to um, try to bring some, you know, hope in in that kind of industry. And it, it's so cool just to just to see how God is using that. And so thank you for being oh. obedient, you know, even oh. when it's hard. It's easy to say that, but, you know, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of people, what I've learned is that, you know, some people think, oh, well, the suffering part, like God wouldn't have you suffer. He doesn't want you to, you know, go through anything bad or, you know, he's the God of, you know, miracles, signs, and wonders. And I think all of that is true and I totally believe it. But then there's this other side where I feel like, you know, I prayed the prayer to be uncomfortable. I asked for it. And so the Lord is just being faithful and saying, you know, follow me and, and watch what I'll do. And I just, you know, I feel like sometimes what we think is really, really bad and hard um, because we don't like it is actually a really good place to be for God to show up and blow your mind. Mm. <laughs> um, and our culture doesn't really talk about that a lot. You know, the suffering part or the parts that are hard, the pressing, you know, where we're yeah. pressed. And, um, it's just not, I had not really experienced that um, before. Mm. And so now that I think I've come out on the other side, I'm in a whole nother season than what I was in then. Um, man, he's faithful. He's so faithful. And mm-hmm. he sees your heart, right? Like he sees the the struggle. Mm-hmm. And I think when you choose him and you choose obedience, then the reward is that much greater, even though it is hard and difficult. It's hmm. so true. Because I was thinking about just how much um, we push, you know, dreaming, dreaming of something, you know, shoot for whatever your uh, Mm -hmm. dreams are, go for it. And, and we don't talk as much about once you do go for that dream, you know, Mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of roadblocks. There's going to be a lot of um, 
just hard stuff that comes with that, that you're going to have to overcome. Uh, and it's, we mostly just talk about, you know, going for your dream. Um, Mm -hmm. and it, and it is a beautiful, beautiful thing, but I think a lot of times we forget to talk about, well, here's what to do when you get to, when you get to (laughs) your face against the wall, wondering what to do. Right. Right. And that's when we just lean on him. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. Kick and cry and scream and argue if you need to, but he's right there. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he's, like you said, he sees you in it, uh, knows knows what you're struggling with and, and is there mm-hmm. to kind of point out to you maybe where we're not trusting him or, you know, things like that. And it's And it's all out of love to be able to point those things out to us, right? Right. Mm, and so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I, when I went to, um, I was just like, you know, researching cosmetics and labs and, you know, picking a formula and how you do all of that. And in my research, I found out that there's a um, cosmetic facility literally like 30 minutes from my house. Mm. And so I, one day I was feeling like, well, you know what, I'll just reach out. Maybe I can just go and, you know, tour their facility, you know, educate myself on what this process looks like. And so I Facebook messaged the lady and she's like, oh, come next Wednesday, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, fine. So I mustered, like, I so did <laughs> right? I'm like, seriously, Candace, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? But I got a babysitter. I'm like, I'm just going to go show up, whatever. So... I pull up and there's this giant, beautiful, like 21st century, brand new building. And I was like, why (laughs) are you here? Like, I'm like, what am I doing? So I walk in and um, the lady is so kind. She meets me. Uh, We go up into the boardroom. Mind you, it's like stunning. Everything's white. They have these big, beautiful, like makeup prints on the wall of, Mm -hmm. you know, colors. And I'm like, oh, dear Jesus, just run out the door, Candace. Like, please don't, I (laughs) I hope they don't ask me any questions. Like, what, you know, because I wasn't even a company or business. (laughs) And so, um, I toured the facility. I had to put on like all the lab coat, take my earrings and all that off. And so I come back and I, I was so intimidated, like looking at all the products, like go down the line and seeing all the name brands and just thinking, I'm so out of my league right now. I, I hope really nobody talks to me because I am nobody, right, mm. in this industry. And so I go back upstairs and the lady goes, well, thanks for coming in today. And I've ordered in lunch and the CEO will be in to um, talk with you. Oh and my gosh. I, I, <laughs> I literally, I think I almost passed out. Like, <laughs> I, I was like, okay, I don't even have any idea. Like I have to eat lunch with these people and they're going to ask me questions. It was so funny. But long story short, um, I ended up sharing and what was so funny was sitting there at the table in that boardroom, they asked me point blank, what about your product is different? And it was like the Holy Spirit like rose up in me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, let me tell you about my product. It doesn't exist. There is no product that has scripture mm. on it, you know, in the sentence. And so I just told them a little bit about the story. And Emma, they loved it. Wow. They, 
they they're like, please, we want to work with you. And I'm just sitting there like, Lord, if I would have taken off like running and gotten my car because of intimidation, I would have totally missed on meeting this great group of people. Mm -hmm. And so when you're in those moments of like feeling like you want to run and that you're nobody, like, man, God can show up and suddenly like all things come together because it was crazy. Mm -hmm. So crazy. That's amazing. It's yeah. like totally beyond what, what you thought it was going to be, right? <laughs> I mean, it was, it was so mind blowing. I got on the way home driving. I was like, I can't believe all that just happened. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, was that a dream? Was that real? It's one of those pinch me moments. <laughs> I love that. It's so cool to see just how God clearly designed for you to be able to, um, to to start this and and I have to tell you I love using your products they're so amazing I have used them uh, ever since I got them they're really easy for me to use you know getting ready for school real fast so um I think and it's just uh I like the eyeshadow that's what is it Mm -hmm. is it perpetual praise like the lighter brown one is that what yeah so that's called humble Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. The like lighter brown sparkly one. And then the bronzer. Those are like the two that I use all the time. I love it. Oh, yes. So yes. <laughs> I love them so much. So thank you for that. And, and I will continue to just, um, you know, pray for you in this and, um, uh, yeah, we're just excited and hope that my listeners are, are able to enjoy it as well. So um, let's move on to the last couple of questions. Uh, and I ask these to every guest that comes on. And this first one usually is pretty hard for people. So just just prepare yourself. But what's one thing you wish you knew as a 20-something? Mm. Mm-hmm. I wish I honestly knew how to be content Mm. in my 20s um because gosh I've left my life honestly like even the hard places in my 20s like Mm. um I lived in Florida in my early 20s had just got married and then later um moved back to Charlotte North Carolina and man my 20s were awesome. I had so much happen, but I was constantly faced with um, this tension of being content because um, I felt my husband and I both probably felt this way. We had a lot of friends who made more money mm-hmm. than we did. And it was that tension of wanting to have what they had, but being content with where God had us mm-hmm. Um but still being able to be good friends and watching other people, you know, um, be successful and be able to go and do things that we couldn't necessarily do because we didn't have the money. Mm-hmm. Um, all, it was so interesting. All of our 20 something friends, you know, they had big houses. They were in sales, by the way. Um, so <laughs> I yeah. was here and my husband was in construction, but they were lovely people. And I'm so thankful, but just watching them, you know, get big houses, have personal trainers, go to fancy dinners and us being like, yeah, we can't go. Um, learning to be content, I would say. And I, I feel like I, I did, but it was hard. Um, and 
what's interesting is that I feel like also in my 20s, in learning to be content, I found out that what does make me content is having family and friends and community. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about the house. It's not about the car. It's not about the job. Um, but my favorite thing in life, honestly, um, no matter how big a house or how much money you make, but if you've got people around you who are like family and they encourage you and you laugh together and you cry together um, and you all share the love of Jesus, like that is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like in my late 20s, probably from like 25 to 32, I had groups of people in a community group that really poured into my husband and I. Um, and I began to learn that, that that's definitely something that is important. Mm-hmm. Um, but I struggled, honestly, like just learning to be content was what I I wish I could have done that more often. I wish I could have enjoyed our, our 1,400 square foot home mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> rather than griping and complaining. <laughs> yeah, yes. I feel like it is so easy to do in just this season of life and in, and, and in any season of life, but to just with all the transitions and things that are changing and different, it can be easy to to fall in that category of just discontentment and not being Mm -hmm. able to see what is good. Um, So that's a good word, especially for, Mm -hmm. for just, you know, this time of life. And so, um, okay, next up, what are you reading, listening to and or watching these days? Okay. So as far as reading goes, I really just tried to focus on the word right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I did just finish a book called Story Brand um, by Donald Miller, and it's basically about building your brand. But as far as, um, you know, spiritual, from a spiritual aspect, I've really just been trying to get in the word and um, focus on the word. I, I went through a season where I loved just reading all things books from people, um, and it was great. I loved it. Um And the last, I will tell you, the last one I read is actually really interesting. It was written in the 1900s by a lady that lived in England, and um, it's called Intro Muros. I know that's such a weird, weird name, Mm. Um, but she basically was in a coma for like six months, and while she was in a coma, she says that she went to heaven, and so she writes an account about it. Oh, my goodness. It is absolutely amazing like I'm not saying it's real not real but just the way that she wrote it and what she saw and what she experienced um was so beautiful I think it's like 90 pages but that was like the last spiritual book um that I read and it was it was awesome I would highly recommend it it's old it's been around for a really really long time Hmm. Um, the intro murals is the name of it. So, okay. and it's kind of written with the language is a little bit harder, not really hard to understand, but just different than what we would read today because it, it mm-hmm. was from the early 1900s. Um, watching, what am I watching on TV? Is that what you're talking about? Like, on yeah. TV? yeah. Um, okay. I just fit my husband and I just finished pole dark. Okay. On it's a masterpiece American classic loved it it was so good 
And then I also am watching American Idol and The Voice with my children. Yes, I love those. Yes. <laughs> Notice like how God is like in, has made His way like on national television. Isn't it beautiful? Oh, totally. Yes, huh. it is so cool. It's, it's so cool. I love it so much. I love how people take the opportunity to you know use that platform to be able to share. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. It really is. He can he can do whatever he wants. He's got <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he well, can so use whoever he wants. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. And then yeah. lastly, what is refreshing you these days? Anything that's just like giving you life? Absolutely. Oh, that's an easy one. Being outside. <laughs> oh um, yes. I literally am like my wherever my ancestors came from must have been outside people because <laughs> I, there's something about sitting outside, walking outside, being outside, man. And that's an easy one, right? Like to be refreshed. Mm -hmm. I literally just be like, okay, I need to go outside for like a 10 minute walk. And it does me so much good. Mm -hmm. Like, I love it. So I'm looking forward to spring because we have a great back porch. And so Literally, I feel like I live out there. Anytime my girls can't find me, they're like, oh, I bet she's on the back porch. Yes. This <laughs> um, is a great thing. <laughs> yes. So that's an easy, refreshing, um, you know, one to go to. But I just, I love being outside. It's my happy place. Um, Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Candice. It was so fun. It was fun. Thank you so much, Emma, for having me. I enjoyed speaking with you. Thank you guys so much for listening in today. I pray the Lord will use our conversation to draw attention to areas of your life where you may be calling yourself names that he doesn't call you. So I hope you'll be able to speak a word over yourself today and every day.